Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody and welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and today I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up? What up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, we're continuing our top 100 favorite characters in Star Wars. This is part two. We'll be doing numbers 75 through 51 today. Uh, I I was like. You know, last week I was like, maybe we do a full 50 for the first episode. And uh, mm. there came a point when we were about six or seven characters in in 40 minutes. And I was like, okay, so this is so it's going to be 25 per episode. That's just how huh. it's going to be. Um, and, you know, like I, I I worry that people will be like, well, I don't really care about 100 through 75, uh, 100 through 76, 75 through 50. But I can tell you, we make discussion out of it just fine. Hmm. Uh, for sure, we make discussion out of it just fine. This is a. It, I don't know how we do it, but we can go on forever about any given Star Wars character. Oh yeah, they uh, they give us it's it's insane that like there are like Star Wars encyclopedias out there. Like now we have like wikis and stuff for that. Mm. Um, but like before that was a thing. Like I, I remember having like Star Wars books. Mm. as a kid where it'd be like all right here's this species and then here's like four pages of like huge like this is a huge book too and it's like just full of text and like everything on them and like and each character like that's in the species and like everything and like i don't know just the amount of information that's in star wars is insane and i don't know this it's made me realize like just how deep like it can really go how deep like, the lore goes when you start drawing up this list and you get to 55 and you've still and you feel like you've got main <laughs> characters on your list uh in some in some capacity like that's that's crazy damn and maybe yeah. not main main characters but, but you know the prominent oh yeah like respectively like within their show or like mm-hmm. within whatever like um pretty big deals oh, yeah. um and with that, I say we kick it off. 75 through 51 for this episode, the next 25. So, I'll start with my 75, and here I've got Cad Bane. Got Cad okay. Bane at 75. Okay. Interesting. That's yes. a, uh, let's see, I'm trying to, to spot him on mine. That's a might be a pretty big, pretty big uh, jump there um all right all right uh, he okay. fell he fell a little bit okay that well still a pretty big jump still, still a pretty um, big jump though but, still a pretty big jump um, but uh yeah cad bane man i i, I fuck with cad bane you know mm-hmm. on a, a and you know that's the thing about this list i fuck with one through 100 which is because there's sure. more than 100 characters that i i thought of and these are just the 100 that made the list uh i, I fuck with all of them but you know uh, uh cad bane made it really hard for me uh with uh 
with the book of Boba Fett. Not not for any reason that's like, a, oh, they did him dirty. Oh, they fucked him up. Nah, he shot my mans. He shot my mans Cobb Vanth. And for that, I can't forgive. Uh, he's still alive, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, and that's the thing, you know. He shot Hunter, and he shot Cobb Vanth. And, you he know, shot they, him in the both, shoulder on purpose. They he both lived. He knew he wasn't going to kill him, you know. Yeah, you he know, they both, they both lived. Uh, but uh, <laughs> nevertheless, you know, it put a bad taste in my mouth. And Fair. Anyone who chooses to spend time with Toto is a fucking <laughs> is, is fucking insane. Uh, uh, mm. So yeah, Cad Cad Bane comes in my seventy five. Super badass, one of the best bounty hunters in all of Star Wars. Uh, but I think he might be my first occurring bounty hunter on this list. Oh, I have IG eleven mm. earlier, but yes, other than IG eleven, this is my it's my second bounty hunter. I'll save my Cad Bane talk. Uh, it'll be in a couple episodes. In a couple episodes. All right. Um, all right. But uh, my seventy five. I'm starting out with Jabba the Hutt. Mm. Um, I don't know. He just—I felt like he needed to be on here somewhere. For even though the big, you know, the big piece of shit he is, whatever. Iconic. Um, yeah, it's iconic. Job of the hut, you know, like, and you know, the Leia choking him out, like with with her own chains, you know, like that moment is like iconic enough to just be like, yeah, he he he. I guess he belongs he on here. I gotta off. gotta mention him just to bring up the Jabba moments. No, and I'm glad I'm glad you have him on your list because I don't I don't think I ended up adding Jabba the Hut onto this just mm. because <laughs> uh, uh I, I'm not <laughs> you know I I I do respect him for his iconicism mm. and uh, the character design and everything. The way they brought him to life is fucking fantastic, unbelievable, and just like uh not replicable you can't do it mm. again i don't know how and they haven't to to date not yeah. been able to replicate job of the hut uh and you know i fucking i fucking <laughs> love him because i love return of the jedi but I, <laughs> the character's never done it for me mm-hmm. uh, yeah. i just think all, it's it's more of the uh the moments that he that he's related with uh like with han you know like um and han having to be like yeah i got you i got you back even better this time you know like it's so like oh this this is so easy what an easy job Uh, like just all the moments that that java sparked um you know his palace is now is now boba's that's that's cool you know um like all these things and it is really it is really funny as you as you lay this out Um, here for him uh like the way that i i rash like I can't see past that time that he like licked his lips at Leia. And like, from then on, it's like, fuck you, dude, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all those other moments, it's like, ah, that's now Boba's palace. That's for Boba's character. Leia choked him out. That's Leia's, that's for Leia's character. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I dispersed it differently than you did. That's, that's mm. interesting. Yeah. So he, he's not on here from his own accord. He's on here from all the other characters that boost from him. Um, so yeah, I respect but. that. I respect that. So that was your 75. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, pretty strong uh, characters there at seventy five for us. Cad Bane and Jabba the Hutt; those are some pretty big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, my seventy four is one that I believe has already been mentioned on your list in the last episode. I got Bendu. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I fucks, I fucks with the Bendu. You know, uh, he's a uh, he, he was he was the middle. You know, he 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 was the middle. And truly I, neutral, that man. Truly um... neutral, and. uh the the lessons he taught Kanan and mm. uh, the way he motivated Kanan to become one of the like best. I mean, like by the end of Rebels, 
that's a strong Jedi right there in oh, terms yeah. of uh in terms of just uh his principles and stuff. Like he's he's Qui-Gon Jinn levels of principled Kanan Jarrus mm-hmm. by the end of that series. Uh and I, mean, I think he has Bendu- to even use the force to see. You know? Yeah. So like he's he he had to learn from someone who was deeply connected and man mm-hmm. Bendu. Bendu is deeply connected. <laughs> that he fucks with the force and he's got ties. Um, <laughs> he's got ties. That's for sure. <laughs> Man, uh, he was just chilling. He, I don't know, what was he doing before, you know? Was he just chilling there? Homie was just booling. So, I mean, I guess he lives for ever? <laughs> I don't, what, <laughs> how does, a pretty, like, Probably a pretty long lifespan. How long has he been living? Do. You know, how, how long, uh, I've never thought about, like, what his age would be. Or like, yeah, how long did has he, he been alive? Mention? Has he always been on yeah. this planet? I can't remember. You know, I haven't watched Rebels in a minute. I just remember fucking with the Bendu. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah. Just a really, just a really, uh, an awesome character design. If I remember correctly, I think I took him in our uh, our draft for character design, or maybe it was our Force Sensitives draft that I took him in. But uh, one or the other. Um. But yeah, Bendu had 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 to fuck with the Bendu. Oh yeah, coming up next is uh, a Jedi. Um, his name is Ki Adi Mundi. Adi Mundi, yes. Um, and for the sole reason of how he decided to go out during Order sixty six, um, Epic. and because he was just supposed to get shot down, like. Um, literally he was it, on screen. He, it was just going to show him holding a lightsaber and him get shot down and, and go. But he decided to be like, no, I'm improvising this moment. This is not how a Jedi master would go down. And that dude like was popping off at the end. He was go like till the last moment till he could mm-hmm. like until he couldn't, um, for the people who don't know who I'm talking about, it's the dude with the super elongated head um yes with yes. a white like beard and white hair um a legend yeah on on the jedi you know a master on the council um and he just went out in in jedi master style during order 66 and the, i mean that that's why he's up here um so i i had to sneak him in here somewhere i i just love his moment you know he he sh- he wanted to shine and and he uh and he i think he accomplished it um oh i I'd, I'd say so i'd say so um, yeah, <laughs> what a, what, a, and I've got a few, I think I've got a few prequel Jedi that will, we'll have a few prequel Jedi mentioned in this mm. episode. Uh, so, uh, because you know, th- there, it's an interesting category because it's, it's a category we don't know a lot about, but mm-hmm. because we are prequel babies, we associate them with a great deal of happiness. Uh, and oh, yeah. therefore, uh, therefore I've got a few here that, that are definitely going to be popping up, uh, pretty soon pretty soon but uh yeah kiari mundi that's a good uh it's a good mm-hmm. 74 he was one of the prequel jedi jedi who did not make mine because i was fairly certain he would make <laughs> yours um so my 73 is queel hmm. my man's queel uh okay. a little low a little low um and uh you know, this is not not for any any particular reason. It's uh, probably probably just because I haven't rewatched The Mandalorian in a little bit. You catch me fresh off a of Mandalorian rewatch. This guy's probably top fifty. You know the the the, the lengths he goes to to protect our boys, uh, pretty expen- extensive, including his life. Got the sacrifice play at hand. Mm. Um, just a uh, 
just a, a a good dude, you know. Um, oh yeah, he he could build he, he anything spoken, with you know? his hands. That he he earned his freedom through his hands, mm. like uh, through three lifetimes or something like that, right? Something he like worked that. for the he... empire for three. Oh, like man. Damn. Well, and that's what that was always something so interesting to me because that means like. Like the Ugnots must have some sort of tie to slavery because the empire didn't exist for three lifetimes. So mm. like, oh yeah. So like he had to have he had to have been an indentured servitude in some other capacity mm. before the empire, which is really interesting too. And it's just like, and mm. it's just another one of those examples of how like these the evils of slavery go back further than the empire and the Star Wars galaxy. You know, it's just another example of that. But uh. Hmm. Yeah, but by the end of his life, him him rocking with his blurgs and doing his mm-hmm. fucking thing. I love I love that man. I love that man, Queel. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a. He'll come up later on, so I'll uh, save save, uh, save some to, to talk about him next episode. Mm-hmm. Though, uh, barely, barely. Yeah. Um, but uh, my uh, seventy three is uh probably a little higher up on your list. I'm assuming this could be a gap. But this is Poe Dameron. Mm. Um, oh, I don't know. I uh, out of the sequel characters, um, I think they they did Poe really well. Um, I like I he wasn't even supposed to live really for that long, and I think they realized like how just good of an actor and how good of a character they had. Um, decided to you know stick with them. Um, and I'm glad they did. I don't know. I think he he brought a, he was just like a perfect um, pilot. You know, like just the he filled the role perfectly and uh, had some interesting pasts about him. You know, like with spice and you know. Yeah, with, yeah. This um, is uh, this is stuff. real interesting. When did uh, when did you have Cassie and Andor on your list? A little a uh, little break to the last episode, real quick. Ninety three, ninety three um, for Cassie and Andor. Mm-hmm. And Poe Dameron is seventy three. All right, so Poe Dameron is barely the second biggest gap. Um, mm. <laughs> behind Cassie and Andor. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. Poe Dameron will not be coming up for me next episode. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, no, yeah. Uh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but also understandable, you know, critically, critically underdeveloped, I think, um, for, mm. for the role he played. I think he, uh, he deserved a little bit more than what he got, as, as did most of those characters, frankly, though. And, uh, yeah, Poe Dameron, just a strong, strong pick. I'll go. Uh, I'll, I'll save mine for for more when he comes up for me later. But one of the best fucking pilots ever, man. He's dope. Yeah, I know uh, a lot of the the sequel characters um, are. Just, they're going to be some some pretty big gaps. Like they're. Uh, it'll. I will go through a lot of the sequel characters in this episode. Oh, uh, like interesting. Like, so, yeah, so, and yeah. I don't know if I have another sequel character for a couple. Um, mm. So that'll be. That'll be interesting. Maybe next episode. Well, I guess only two. I guess only two, really. Well, and that's the thing is there's only, I think I might only have three more sequel trilogy characters on my entire list. Or four. Mm-hmm. Four more sequel, sequel trilogy characters on my entire list, which is interesting. I think, yeah, I think that actually is true for me as well. Uh, this episode, only two, but I, I think, yeah, four more total. Oh. Interesting, which means you have one more sequel trilogy character than I do. Well, depending on what you define as a sequel trilogy character, you know. Did he just appearing in the sequel trilogy, does that count? I don't know. I don't know. I would say, like, 
originals to yeah. the sequel trilogy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I only have I have four more straight up, and none of them will be until the top twenty-five. Never mind, I was wrong. Only you have three. three. More. Yeah, I was gonna say there are only there are only four characters yeah. I expected to be on the on the rest of the list for you. Um. So yeah, right. but that yeah, gaps, they're, they're, Ray, they're Ray, Finn, and uh, Kylo Ren. Those yeah. those are the yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting. I'll, I'm excited. Oh to see wait, no, are. no, no. I was right because it's literally this next one. Okay. Oh okay. No, I, okay. okay. Yeah, I just okay. No, I was right. I thought I just I didn't have them in bold because I bolded the rest. But 72 gotcha. is Snoke. Um, ah, Snoke. Yeah, Snoke so was guess, not on mine. Technically, Palpatine, whatever. But that's like, yeah, kind of where I was going to lump him in. Yeah. Um, um, I'd say this is an original character, though, for the sequels. Like this. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I, I was obsessed with Snoke. Um, you know, and what happened to him was was whatever. Um, I thought it was going to be a much much bigger deal. You know, I thought this was a dude that was deeply, you know, like. Um, but it, it makes sense that it's Palpatine. You know, mm. I, I think it makes the most sense that it's him. It's just the fact that it is him, that even Palpatine is here in the first place, is like sits uneasy with me. Mm. So, um, but I thought like the character of Snoke was just badass, like dude, super um, fucking cool, uh, awesome character design. Um, and you know where he uses his lightning to like bounce off the mm. floor at Kylo Ren. That's super fucking cool. And like whenever um, he has Ray, and like he's just like. The way he uses the force, like how effortless he makes it seem, like you know, just like a f- one finger or like mm. just something like that. Like he was, I mean, they made him feel and look powerful. Like there was oh, yeah. no that's, question about it that this dude was powerful. Like all that's one of the reasons that that scene in the Last Jedi where he where he goes, like that's one of the best theater moments I've like in the theater moments I've ever had. Uh, just mm. because I was just like, what. Like mm. no, they actually like, like, happening. Like that yeah, was like... genuinely one of the largest plot twists I've ever experienced in a theater, which was a uh, genuinely very very cool. Um, mm. sadly, I got Han Solo's death spoiled for me before I went into the Force Awakens, Damn. but uh, but that would have been pretty big. But saw it coming. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we. I was surprised he didn't like uh just die right away in uh the force awakens. Like I thought it was like, if he is, um, if he's in it at all, he's just in it to die. Like this yeah. dude just wants out of star Wars. Um, but, but yeah, I think, uh, so I, I do have four, I guess, um, five total. Yeah. It's five total sequel characters on my list and they're all in this episode. So there we go. There you go. There you um, go. Hmm. Um, but yeah, with that, I'll go on to my 72 where I've got a, a rogue one character i've got Baze, chirrut's homeboy mm. um oh, the heavy gunner heavy gunner mm. yeah mm-hmm. uh primarily for his last moments uh that's enough to propel him here uh mm. whenever he's marching through the field towards chirrut's body you know and i'm one with the force and the force is with me and like oh my god dude moves me to tears every time just like the god rest damn. of the end of that movie oh. um and one of the best duos in all of Star Wars in Baze and Chirrut, uh, to, to be honest. And, I mean, there's even a moment where he calls Jin, like, a little sister uh, towards the end of the movie where, like, he says, like, I'd follow you anywhere, little sister, or something like that. And it's like, mm. oh, my fucking God, I fucking love this. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, those those founding members of the Rogue One team, 
I'm, I fucks with them on a, on a very deep level, and Bays is no exception. That man's a king. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely love that guy. Another guy. Speaking of ways for people to go out, you know, he went out. Oh, they just right. nailed the ending in Rogue One, dude. It is mm. so mm. good. Every time I think about it, I just get chills, dude. And yeah, Bays is no exception. Bays Malbus. Mm. Um, his uh, his ending is uh, pretty epic. And uh, they they definitely made a moment of his, you know. He he takes a few before he goes down. He's mm. he eats a few shots. Oh my god! Another sequel character that I like. I have six of them now in this episode. Oh, I man. just I I just keep. I don't know why. I just can't. Re- four, there's seven. <laughs> Literally, oh my god! There's another one. Okay. Wow. Okay. I actually have. Okay. That's insane. Um. Anyway, next up, BB-8. Ah um, yes, a very sequel character. Um, uh, came came above mine. mine. He was my last one in the last episode. He was my seventy six. Yeah, so he's he's my seventy two. Um, so there, wow, just so many sequel characters. I can't. I like. I don't know why I can't just read and be like, oh yeah, sequel character. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. BB eight, like, cool asteroid. You know, we've already we've already uh talked about him. Uh, I like orange. It's an underutilized color. Mm. Um. Cool that he gets it. Cool shape. Um, actually working physical droid like on set. Like that was a real thing. That wasn't CGI for most of it, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, gotta love BB-8. Um, it's that dude. So yeah, there's a no, yeah BB-8's a king. You know, uh, and whenever he flicks his lighter up at a uh, Finn, mm. it's fantastic. Up, yeah, the little thumbs up. Oh, yeah, so cute. He's a cutie. He's a cutie. Uh, but yeah, BB-8. That was your 71? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, all right. My 71 is Barisafi. I believe this is another one that came up last episode for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really loved her character in the Clone Wars as a companion for Ahsoka and her fall to the, uh, not to the dark side, but to to the depths she she dives to to uh, oppose the Jedi are pretty, uh, pretty appalling. But, you know, uh, un understandable to a degree you know she uh she doesn't uh believe in what they've become you know she believes in a more pure jedi way and uh it, it mm. took her to some pretty deep depths her using asajj ventress's lightsabers was pretty fucking cool mm-hmm. um thought that was awesome but yeah barisafi really awesome a, character an appearance in the book of boba you know, Some, like a little a little hint, uh, little hint like at very, the very Very interesting. Um, putting that in there. Mm. Um, maybe not. Definitely not. I don't know for a future Grogu thing, um, which is interesting. Um, I don't. There's no way they put that there for like they have to put that. They they recreated this whole for a reason. Like every detail is there for a reason. Um, yeah. But mm, that's super interesting. Uh. Moving on, though, another droid. Um, pretty big droid here. Um, uh, he's just... It's C-3PO. I, he should be higher, but, like, it's... He's really he, just there to be, like, the annoying comic relief. Um, nah, yeah. I, I get I get why... You know, he's he's a guy you want to like more than you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he, like, represents something bigger than he actually is. You know, like, he, he his image 
defines Star Wars. He's who we're first introduced to in A New Hope. You want to like him a lot, but there's something about him that you're just like, dude, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's he's iconic, and that's pretty much all all that he's got going for him. Um, I mean, the actor is fucking fantastic. Like, and I mean, talking, speaking on the sequels, like he has a moment that makes me cry. You know, like mm, when he's yes. with Babu Frick taking the the last one look last at his friend. Like, oh my god! Like, come on, man. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just he's not as favorable as everyone else that comes, you know, above him here, in in my opinion. So. Just uh, you know, he's above BB-8, oh, yeah. though. You know, I gave him the little. Oh yeah, absolutely. But no, and Anthony Daniels is C-3PO. You know, uh, one one of my favorite. Uh, like he plays the character exactly as the character's supposed to be played. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not like it's like oh well, this is just falling apart for me. That's why he's so low and so annoying. No, like he is meant to be that annoying. Like he's supposed to be annoying and kind of like, so like they're nailing it. You know, and mm-hmm. he is funny and like, it's just that like. <laughs> the droids that don't talk are usually more fun than the droids that do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, that, that holds true to this list at least. Pretty it much. does. That's a, that's another pretty sizable difference for us, but not, mm. not as sizable as a uh, Poe or Cassian Andor mm. later on. But, uh, at my 70, I've got, uh, my first star Wars visions character. I'm making an appearance in F. She is the mm. Jedi who appears in the village bride. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is primarily appearing because the Village Bride is my personal favorite episode of Visions. Beautiful episode, and her moment at the end where she she defends the village at the last second with the Machina, may you rise. That shit's badass, you know. It brings me it brings me to chills every time mm. I watch it, and it's it's very beautifully animated. Uh, seemingly a survivor too. of mm. Order sixty six, perhaps. Um, so just very very interesting. Her heels launching forward her yellow lightsaber the way she oh. brings it back Dude, oh, it's awesome. that, oh that moment was oh man i gotta rewatch all those episodes forgot how cool those were like um man they all those characters like just in that little time that they had for that episode like made Nailed you care it. so much like hmm. i'm glad i'm glad you have a have her on here because I know I, yeah I, and like another thing that propels that episode is the soundtrack like it's just it's so beautiful that episode uh, of visions and you know she defines that episode for me uh mm. f but her mask and everything super fucking cool but uh yeah so that's that's who i've got at my 70 all right moving on to 69 got another... a, a very very important rank oh yeah uh, very important another sequel character oh I'm yeah sticking along with it maz kanada Maz Kanata, damn it. Um, if there's anyone you've said so far that I am pissed I forgot and didn't mm-hmm. put on my list, it's Maz Kanata. Yeah. Um, who knows how she got that lightsaber? Uh, we we never figured out. It's just a story for another day, I guess, still. But I don't know. Mm. She's just wise, um, very, cool, you know, badass. Um, and, her, and, like, coming into that FaceTime call that they had with her, basically, you know, she's just doing her own thing, you know. Um, I wish she could have just been a part of it. You yeah, know? I know. I, I wish she could have done more, like a little bit more with, with her. Um, I think maybe there was more planned with her. It's just the different directions that they decided to go that kind of maybe yeah, she got perhaps. swept under the rug. But um, I don't know what we've gotten, what we got from her, I think was, was cool. And uh, 
you know, I'm just, I was kind of in the sequel mindset, you know, in, in this area is where this, the sequels kind of land for me um, mm. anyways. So I guess you know, it makes sense why all of the characters are in here. I find fall, um, fall right here. No, so, yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. But uh, yeah. No, nah, yeah. If there's any, if there's any character so far that I'm like, shit. Mm. And now, now we're officially at a point where it's too late. You know, yeah. like uh, last episode, if it happened, I could kind of like slip it in higher and bump one down and not really care about who I'm losing. But now we're to the point now where everyone here needs to be here. I can't just slip one out <laughs> and, and let Maz Kanata slide in. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's a great choice. That's a great choice. And uh, it's interesting, you know, my 69, I'm staying in a, a similar, not not exactly the same realm, but similar. Pelimoto. Hmm. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I don't have Pelly. Yeah. That's that's a sad dude. I love Pelly, played by Amy Sedaris. You know, uh, her introduction whenever you're watching The Mandalorian, and uh, I think she pops up for the first time in the Gunslinger episode, uh, episode four or or five. I think it's five. It introduces Toro Calican and Fennec Shand mm. and uh, mm. and all them. You know, and uh, oh yeah, she, yeah. You know, and the first time she pops up, you know, she takes a second. She takes a second to grow on you, I'd say. But I think we've gotten enough Pelimoto now to where I'm like, oh, I fucking love There's Pelimoto. a reason they stuck with her, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, she is perfect for the Star Wars universe. She makes so much sense in the in the role she's playing. It's so good. Um, uh, but yeah, Pelimoto and her, like, her affinity for droids and working with so many of them and her ability to speak so many different languages. She can mm-hmm. speak frog. She can... Uh, Hatties, Jawaes. She's doing all of this, you know. She Damn. once she once fucked a Jawa. They they searched through her dumpster, you know. That's that's, that's, that's some canon shit right there. Probably want to fuck with the Jawa. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm sad that she's not on, on my list, but thank you for bringing her up. She definitely. Yeah, I also it. thought it was just like, yeah, she's perfect for my mm. character at number sixty nine. Mm. You know. Here's a uh, sixty eight. Have uh, Commander Cody, um, the Commander uh, Cody. Yeah, remember that uh, that other actor um, that had uh, Tamara Morrison. Um, you know, remember you know, remember that whole thing. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll clear it up. You know, if if anyone even knows at all what I'm talking about, uh, I once thought that um, a different actor played Commander Cody in the prequels. For whatever reason, um, and it wasn't Tamara Morrison, and there was this um, satirical article or, or just a joke that's been passed around that says that the actors that play Boba Fett and Commander Cody can no longer ever work together because Tamara Morrison slept with Commander Cody's wife, which is also Tamara Morrison. So uh, He was just sleeping with his wife. Yeah, I thought that was a legitimate thing, um, but yeah, he's just... <laughs> is a clone i'm glad we got the confessional here you so, know uh, we, we we like let it we let it slide in the book of boba finale because we were like you know what it's it sounds enough like he might be joking we'll let it go but uh yeah it was completely i'm glad, I'm glad it's been revealed point. here weeks later yep just uh taking the l on this one um i don't know why i thought it's just because he has hair with Commander right. Cody and the picture of the side by side of the new Boba Fett, you know, older Tamara Morrison next to the young Tamara Morrison with hair. I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe they're different actors, sure. And uh, so, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I can understand how you fell into this. <laughs> there's my 68, Commander Cody. 
Um, I would. Say, I will say you're also not the only person who has uh, fallen into that. Um, I, I remember as the book of Boba Fett was like starting specifically, like there were a lot of people going, holy shit. I did not realize that the guy playing Boba Fett also mm. played Jango Fett. Like I, like I did mm-hmm. not realize that yeah. because you know, he, he is 20 years older and he, he, he does, he looks 20 years older. It's not nothing to be ashamed of. Most people look 20 years older after 20 years. Um, <laughs> like, uh, and, and he's still a fucking beautiful man. That man's gorgeous, mm. uh, for his age. Um, oh yeah. And for any age, he's frankly, killing it. That's a, that's a beautiful man. Um, but yeah, Commander Cody, that's a good one. I uh I don't have Commander Cody mm. on my list. However, if we're going from the source material uh for, from Django Fett and all of his clones thereafter, I have one mm. two, three, Ooh, four, five, six, seven, eight clones. Nine clones. Assuming uh, all of the Bad Batch squad, probably. Yeah, yeah, um, probably. Let's see. And no, no clone will be in this episode. Mm, interesting. All of them are top 50. Hmm, that's good. Yeah, I think, oh, wow, a big one sneaks in here, actually. Um, interesting. I didn't know he was, I guess, yeah, I mean, okay. You made the list and you forgot you put him so high? Or, uh. Kind of, I guess not really low is the thing is that like when we get to 50 is kind of where like we're, it's a bunch of main characters. Yeah. So, so it's like, even though it's low for a hundred, you know, but like, right. Right. Um, I, I got, I got one coming up in here. A clone. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, but yeah, right, well, that was Cody your 68 first, then though. Commander clone. Cody. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Orange, another, an- another orange guy underutilized so. oh yes orange beautiful yeah. but uh my next is another uh rogue one character mm. i got Bodie rook the uh the imperial pilot who galen urso mm-hmm. got the best out of and asked like is this what you want to be doing are you doing the right thing and got him to get that message to saw Gerrera. um and you know he's got one of my favorite uh deaths across all of star wars in a really uh really interesting way because you know as far as star wars is concerned most of our deaths are pretty ceremonious you know they make a big deal about a lot of people a lot of people dying and uh i think to qui-gon jinn you know that was a moment and i think to you know darth vader dying that's obviously a moment but you know when it comes to bodhi rook here it's truly a casualty at war Mm. he got his job done he had to go open the open the shield that was uh to transmit the message and as soon as he did it a stormtrooper oh tosses a grenade right into his ship and he blows up and that's just the end you know like it it wasn't ceremonious it was just like and that was what begins the cascade of deaths at the end of rogue one that just absolutely devastates us like he played the part he did what he needed to do and Mm. like ah man that movie like that yeah that last sequence is just ah like damn like how every death like they they spread the death out is the thing you know they all could have just died in the explosion you know that could have been easy you know and it still would have destroyed me but like the fact that they spread all this death out and give you oh no yeah like some of them died before they knew the mission was completed 
Yeah. Some like, of them did their role and and passed. And the the guy who plays him, Reese Ahmed, the guy who played uh Bodie Rook was a, a a fantastic actor. Just got nominated a couple years back for Sound of Metal. His role in Sound of Metal, he got nominated for a uh I think a best actor if I'm not hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yes, best performance by an actor in a leading role. He got nominated at the Oscars for it. Uh, which is pretty fantastic, you know, uh, and, you know, to have a, an appearance by one of those noms in a Star Wars movie and him bring those chops to it. He did, you know, and Bodhi Rook, uh, one of my favorite moments is in the cell uh, whenever he's like freaking out after getting all wrapped up by the, the fucking mm. thing. I can never remember what it's called. It's like a but it see it knows all like it it feels the truth i can't yeah, like dude, i i couldn't tell you what uh what it is yeah, no, but i, I, I don't know what know, you're talking I, about i know the thing you're talking about though yeah but like the way he's like geeking out afterwards and they have to like bring him back to reality it's just really well performed and uh Bodie rook yeah so that's that's my 68 all right got uh moving on to my uh 67 another uh sequel character and this one mm-hmm. is finn um, and this one, um, it's like all of my sequel characters are in here. All of them are in this episode. Um, and so that means that I somewhat like Ray over Finn. <clears throat> it's barely. Um, and I, I think I like what Finn could have been a whole lot more, um, than like what we actually got. Mm-hmm. I like Finn's the potential that Finn had is un like unreal. I just think they executed very poorly on his character. Um, And like, I was thinking about putting like, I think if they did his character correctly, it would have been my favorite sequel character, a clone, you know, a, a trooper gone Jedi would just Mm. be like, and seeing that happen across three movies would be incredible. No, Um, I really would. It would. And, but that's you know it's it, I I put him below Ray kind of for that reason it's because we never really got fully what I believe his character was meant to be. Um, I'm with you. I, you know I do think that you know there is a lot that they could have done with Finn that they didn't, and I just kind of hold out hope that eventually they will. Mm. Uh, that's kind of where that's kind of where I'm at with Finn's character, and uh, you know he won't. This is up there. This is top five biggest differences so far. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'll get to what I really do appreciate about Finn's story whenever I present him later. But, um, but yeah, those those are completely understandable uh, flaws, you know, because you know, and it's also the treatment of John Boyega as a mm-hmm. as the actor in that role. You know, he was promised a lot bigger of a role than he really ended up. Uh, well, you know, he was promised a lot more through just the imagery they evoked and stuff like That's him. The thing. Yeah, like on him the being poster. the promotional the promotional piece with a lightsaber. Like I had no idea going into the force awakens that Ray was the main character. I thought Finn was the main character. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. That's it. It just did him so dirty. And like, that's, I wish he was higher on the list is the thing. Like, cause yeah. like this could have been like such a cool character, but, uh, but I yeah, see. that's why I see. 67. Sorry, Finn. Um, sorry. No, understandable, understandable. But, uh, yeah, with that, I'll go on to my 67. I've got Plo Koon, another prequel Jedi, uh, the one who found Ahsoka, which is uh, really cool. And, uh, you know, and 
the fact that he was used as the stand-in for Luke Skywalker in terms of the the concept <laughs> art and the secrecy of who's getting Grogu at the end of season two. Oh yeah, Dave. Uh, even favorite. though we do watch, we watch him die in Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> so it would have been like a, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> um, nevertheless, I fucking loved that alternate universe confirmed if that's the case you know ahsoka theory confirmed um if that's for real plo Koon, but uh yeah that, that's funny um dave filoni's favorite jedi right there um which is interesting um like what did he really have like what did he do in the original movies like how could is it dave filoni's favorite jedi like from first watching Star Wars, you know, or like over time, I, I'd imagine it's just, I think like, it's kind of like his position within the Clone Wars staff allowed him to get to know the characters a lot better than any of us could actually know the characters. Like there are probably loads of stories he has that Plo Koon did that we have no idea about. Um, hmm. And, you know, there's probably a degree of, like, he's the one who found Ahsoka, and Ahsoka's Dave Filoni's brainchild, True. and it's kind of his. So, True. like, there's kind of, like, a connection there. But nevertheless, I've always written it off as just, like, the character design is dope. Um, he's got this, uh, like, air of Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, mixed with, like, a Mace Windu kind of uh, stability about him, where he's just, like, really steadfast in the Jedi way. And I think... Uh, I think that Dave Filoni fucked with it on mm. on a level that most of us just can't can't understand because we haven't gotten much Plo Koon content. Mm. Uh, however, I would I would like some Plo Koon content. You know, I like Clone Wars arcs where he's he's prominent. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he was cool. Uh, I liked him. I liked him in the Clone Wars. That's for sure. Oh, um, absolutely. But yeah, that's uh, he's a little higher. He's not in this episode, but he'll he'll come up soon. Though. Interesting. But, All right. Yeah. All right. Uh. That leads me to my 66. I think you've already said um, him. Have you said Tarkin? Um, yes. Yet? Um, so, yeah. Uh, this is where Tarkin falls for me. Uh, just kind of uh, – I was trying to find, like, where he sits. Um, and he was just kind of like a, a guy where I'm like, you know, for the evil role, you know, he, he fills it super well. Like, there are, there are things where it's like, damn, that that's – he's uh, he's at some points more, like – dark than like i don't know he it's a dark dude um he doesn't really have much emotion um and people are kind of more scared of him than vader like at some points Mm. um, whenever they hear like that tarkin's coming or uh you know i guess the emperor's like where they're like oh that's where they draw like the line like when they hear the emperor's coming but yeah tarkin that's not a good name to hear um no coming your way either um but yeah i think uh I don't know. He just kind of, I, I wanted to throw him in here, in there somewhere, like just a super evil presence. Um, oh, and you know, just, being as iconic as he is, mm-hmm. he's he's the main guy you hate in episode four, mm-hmm. uh, besides Vader at the time, you know, like Dude, there's like a human wrong, face man. to the Empire at the time. It's, it's Tarkin. You got to really get rid of that, like Leia's home, that beautiful planet we never got to like fully. You may file when ready. God damn. I mean, it looked cool, and, like, we got to see the whole sequence and, like, everything, but, like, couldn't you have done just, like, an uninhabited planet, you know? I mean, Couldn't yeah. we have just gone to Dantooine? Yeah. Ta- I mean, he made, I mean, Tarkin made it made sense, you know, he said, if we just do some 
random planet. No, no one's going to get the message. And it's just like, ah, oh, damn, you're for evilness. You're right. But why do you have to, you know, why? Why do you have to be evil, bro? <laughs> but, uh, nah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. No, that's a, uh, he was my 79. So yeah, a little bit of a, a little bit of a difference there. Mm-hmm. That was your 66 though. Mm-hmm. All oh, right. Yeah, All right. Cool. 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 Yeah. I have a, uh, my 66 Migs Mayfeld. Mm. Uh, played by Bill Burr in uh in The Mandalorian. Uh just a couple appearances, but a couple really impactful appearances, you know, uh leading Din to his uh first unveiling of his face and one of his uh one of his strongest moments and being one of the only people who has seen Din's face, um, which is really interesting. And hit and main big thing for me is him destroying that Imperial base. Uh mm. With that, with that shot, that was huge. That you was know. class. That immediately made me just like, yeah, this the is G. a, this is a guy. I fucks with this guy. And there's that part where he's, they're cruising through the town outside the Imperial base, and he's talking to Dan about how like Empire, New Republic, they don't, how could these people possibly tell the difference? Those things aren't directly affecting them. They just still live in this, in these conditions. Doesn't matter. They're mm. you're an outsider's face to them. They need to be, like, it needs to be the people. You know, and he's he's a man of the people. Mm. Hey, I don't know. Just another a character that you never expected to see in Star Wars, but um, he just fits that role well. I don't know. Just it never expected Bill Burr to be um, a character that I would enjoy in Star Wars, but uh, I don't know. He uh, his storyline was beautiful. Yeah, it's just a a nice concise story. Um, and who knows if we're getting more, you know? No, yeah, and if we never see him again, we never see him again. I'm perfectly happy with the way his his story has gone, and it's very simple, very straight to the point, and very, very good. Hmm. Um, But, yeah, so Mayfeld, definitely my 66, and, you know, uh, I don't see him going up much. I don't see him going down much. I think that's probably where he's there to stay. Hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, Mayfeld. Um, one last lie that I've said about my sequel characters, um, is that they are all in this episode and that is not true. One Mm. of them is not in this episode. Gotcha. Um, But, uh, one coming up here, 65 is Ray. This is where, where Ray sits. Mm. Um, and I mean, I used to have a lot of gripes about Ray that I've, I've since like foregone, um, like. I used to be like, yeah, where's her training, blah, blah, blah. Like, what, what, you know, what is she, like, what training has she had? But, like, Luke was trained by Obi-Wan, like, on the way, like, to the Death Star pretty much. And then, like, Obi-Wan dies. And, like, yes, he goes off to get trained by Yoda later. But, like, you know, at the time that he was doing some stuff, he really didn't. So, like, I'm, and it's for narratives and, like, stuff, like, whatever. But, uh, like, it's just the whole Palpatine thing that like just doesn't sit right with me with ray like um and like the whole point of like the original trilogy is that luke starts out as nobody and then he learns that he's a prodigy child of one of the biggest people in the galaxy and like he still doesn't let that like define him you know he Mm -hmm. still is like it's still just about good versus evil i have to save my father you know that's what it's about but then like it seems that like that's all Ray wants is to find out who she is and like she needs a name to herself and like it's kind of like going against like the whole like point of where the sequels are going and like I, I like 
the direction that they're going more of that anyone can be a Jedi. You know, you don't mm. have to be a Skywalker. You don't have to be a Palpatine. You know, with the kid with the broom. You know, all of these little things, it's like, this is way cooler. You know, this is like the Force, that's way cooler if it works in that way across the whole galaxy. Like, I am way more down with that. But then they're mm. like, nope, she's a Palpatine. Palpatine's back. Like, and like, and she like, I don't know, kind of... uh it's no, yeah, and it it sounds like to me that's the shoehorning of the story. That's kind of like the that's that's where the primary problem stems from. It's just kind of the fact that for the first two for the first two movies, that was not the plan. You know, you can tell it was a episode nine. We've decided that's what's going to happen, and uh, I can absolutely understand why that's why that feels very forced and very. Uh, um, unlikable um I, I i can certainly understand that and you know i've gone back and forth over time on just uh my exact feelings on the sequels and stuff and i now sit in a place that's pretty comfortable with them and this is uh while cassian andor has the bigger difference uh by one mm. this is a pretty beefy one this is a pretty beefy one just given where she falls on my list compared to where she falls on yours. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I just, man, I don't know. There's just certain more disappointment things. that you associate with those characters than anything. There's no, and, and like looking at everyone who's above her, I'm like, it's just who I favor, you know, like yeah, yeah. Who, who I latched on to more while I, exactly. while I watched and I just couldn't really latch on. You know, initially I liked Ray kind of um like before the la or Rise of Skywalker, I was kind of like fucking with her. Like the whole like she could be nobody. Like I I was like fucking with that story. Like I wanted that to be where they went. Like I mm -hmm. it, it was either make it Obi-Wan and um and uh Duchess Satine's kid or have her be nobody. That's all I want. Like I it's either Obi-Wan yeah. or nobody. Um and like I I was fucking with that um but then I don't know. It just kind of took a weird turn, and I don't know. It's just kind of up in the air um, with with her character. But it's kind of like another Finn one where I just don't think they executed perfectly. But they could have, and you know, could have made her a top ten character. You know, because mm. she is, you know, the main character of of these sequels. So. No, absolutely. Yeah. So that, yeah. And that's, that's the thing is that I, uh, I anticipated a pretty sizable gap. I did not anticipate below the bottom 50. Mm. And now that, now that we, I've gotten that, I know for sure who the one is in your top 50. The um, one that they did. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and the one that they kind of did all right with. Um, no, yeah. That's funny too, because I think he's, yeah, he'll, he'll be coming up for me in a couple episodes too, but, uh, yeah. All right. So 65 Ray. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna stay. Uh, I'm gonna stay in a in a similar vein, according to the dude bros. I've got Drash. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, just another just another woman in the franchise who's been criminally overhated by some fuckboys at one mm. point or another. Um, yeah, I, I I fucks with Drash. You know, I loved the way that she wanted to stand by Mosespa. I loved the way that she uh, she, I love the cybernetic enhancements. I loved the mods and and the book of Boba Fett. She was fucking awesome. Um, there's one shot in the book of Boba Fett that is, I, I always go to, and it's the angle of her riding up on top of the building and it's showing her arm and her looking down at who she's chasing. And mm. I'm just like, that's fucking sick. 
Uh, but yeah, Drash, she's she's dope, and I'm pretty sure she already occurred on your list. So we've gotten some talking mm-hmm. in about Drash. Oh yeah, but, uh, and who knows? Maybe part of the future leaders of Tatooine. You know, I, so. I would like that, like a council of leaders for mm-hmm. the for the Tatooinians. I think Drash belongs on that board. She's dope. So oh yeah, mods are a cool. potential love interest with Joe, the other chick that popped the the mm-hmm. city girl versus oh, yeah. a, a country girl aesthetic thing there's going on. There's something there for sure. There's something like, there, like. She was like, "You're going up there with that gun? No way!" Like she's like, "Nah, like ah, uh, you can't, you can't be doing that." And then like, mm. I don't, yeah, there's there's something going on there. I, I can there's see something it. there. There's something there. Um, but all right, all right. So, so that was my sixty-five. Sixty-four goes to Pre Vizsla. Pre Vizsla. Um. Yeah. What a what a switch up going from like sequel. Um. Just a sequel yeah, main some- character to. Uh, side character for four episodes on the Clone Wars. Yeah, I have a. It kind of like, I have another like the. I I was kind of thinking uh Mandalorian, um, yeah, just yeah. any Mandalorian, um, kind of like in in during this time of the list. So there's kind of a lot of people who, who fall into that category right here, um, but like anyone that has like any presence with like the dark saber and there's you know like, like it, it's part dope. of the story. Like come on, um we see this dude's head get chopped off. Like it's, it's crazy that like people call this a kid's show and we see this dude get beheaded by Darth Maul, like um, straight up on camera right there. Um, Epic. And, Epic like, shit. Um, and like that fight was amazing. Like that, uh, like everything like, and I know it's, it's pre Vizsla, you know, it's not the Darth Maul of the fight. It's not like whatever, but like, it's just kind of the in-between character for the Darksaber, you know? Um, yeah, right. He just kind of was the one who, who had it. But, he was uh, the first He was the first person to hold it on screen. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I, I think he's, he's just – it's just cool concept, you know, cool things surrounding him. Um, yeah, leader of the Death Watch. Like, yeah. he's – yeah, he's he's got a cool resume on him for the Mandalorians, and the Mandalorians are just a really cool corner of the franchise. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Pre Vizsla, not, not on my list, but uh, – Good choice. Definitely a good choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. My 64 is Hondo Onaka. Ah, let's, I'm Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, uh, I like me some Hondo. So yeah, I fucks, I fucks with Hondo Onaka, but, uh, I don't think we've gotten quite enough of him for me to propel him past some of the guys that got above him. I, I love him as a side character popping up and, and all this random shit loved his, uh, his affinity for Ezra was fucking awesome. Uh, his connection with Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm hoping we see some live action Hondo here in a couple months when uh Come on, when we see Kenobi. Please give us some Hondo. Oh, need some Hondo. I love that man, you know. Uh he's he's just he's hilarious and uh just a really fun addition to any Star Wars project you've got going. I loved it anytime he popped up in the Clone Wars or Rebels. And uh, so yeah, Hondo Onaka came at my 64. And yeah, not quite in this episode. Um I'll uh Say some Hondo talk, I guess, for a little bit later. But uh, awesome, awesome. Moving on, I got another uh, in the Mandalorian vein. I got the Armorer here. Mm. Um, and the Armorer after wants- recently too. Like this, this little extra that we've gotten of her mm. is a is very interesting part of her character. It's um, actually hilarious. The most recent inst- installations to her story are what knocked her off of my list. Yeah. So and and I think. Uh, it's not that like 
I I still kind of hate like I hate her. Like I you know, I don't agree like with her. But like the character is still Oh no, cool. it's a really cool character um, and, like, regardless. And her like in the Mandalorian like it, it frames her character differently, you know, it, looking back like in the Mandalorian now. Mm. But like still there was the experience that we had with her but before that, you know, where like we really thought that she was like just this true badass, like um just character and like just for that time you know that we had there and like even now like i don't know still uh she she made the armor for grogu that doesn't happen without her you know pretty epic you know she made the best scar armor on yeah so i mean there's i just think it's a a pretty cool concept you know of of a character and uh costume design is badass you know super fucking cool i'm really glad i'm really glad she's on your list because uh she was at my hundred and i ultimately bumped her off uh at at one point mm. just because i was like ah you know like i could talk about the armor but you know what like right now i'm in a mindset where it's kind of fuck the armor so i like i like put her i put her down to the side uh but i'm really glad she popped up on your list because she does deserve some respect for that character design and uh i mean the actress emily swallow does a really mm. good job in voicing her character she uh the way that she is kind of the groundwork for understanding how this entire covet worked and like the way they interacted and the way Din was bef- when we first met him and is, is kind of still struggling to branch out from. Yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's a really cool aspect of her storyline too. But uh, yeah, the armor, that's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. 63. All right. My 63, I'm going to stick with you in Mandalore. Yeah. Going the Duchess. Good old Satine, baby. Mm-hmm. Satine Kreese. Yeah, she's dope. Uh, just a great ruler. Um, loved her with Obi-Wan. Sucks that, you know, Obi-Wan had to watch her die and hold her in her in his arms as he did. Yeah, Maul as he did. Qui-Gon as he has. Everyone he's ever cared about. Damn, this um, dude. <laughs> he's been through it. Um, yeah. You know, and falls at the falls at the hands of Maul in the same episode that I believe Pre Vizsla falls to Maul. So, just a couple, uh, I think a couple separating those those events. Hmm. But yeah, no, Duchess Satine, she was she was such a cool character, and uh, I loved I loved her vision for Mandalore. Um, I I, I think uh, I think she was a, a dandy ruler, and it made sense that someone like Obi Wan Kenobi would uh, would would have an affinity for her. I think it made sense. Corky Kenobi? Question mark. Hmm. Yeah, he, he he was fooling around, you know. He he didn't. He wasn't free of attachment. Um, not completely. But, um. Uh, Space Jesus, you know. He, he, that's that's Your that's a couple is, I ship. Uh, aren't that's, you? That, that's a couple I ship actually. Um. So. Obatine. Um. Yeah. I guess. Moving on. Uh. This. This one's not. Like a very different direction, I guess. Sixty-two, Savage Opress. Um, uh, staying in the Clone Wars realm, though. Staying in yeah, the Clone I guess, Wars. Yeah, uh, just that dude was, was once... scary. Like, I mean, Maul is a different kind of scary because he's like psychotic, but Savage was kind of like the brute force. Just yeah, like, he's oh just God. he's just strong. Trained by Dooku too, uh, which was sick. Um, and you know, kind of like put Maul in his place, you know, one time and then, you know, Maul, I mean, he, 
No, I always looked at Savage Press as a as a means to an end to show us just how awesome Maul is. Yeah. Um, like, uh, oh, you thought this dude could fuck with Maul? You're mistaken. Um, and he was he was once on my list. I ultimately ended up uh, I ultimately ended mm. up taking a few over him. But Savage Press, no, in terms of character design and trained by my uh, boy, you, my boy. Uh, oh yeah, and the utility. Yeah. In terms of uh, as just a Clone Wars character, you know, there aren't a lot of characters who have who have stayed that way, mm. just Clone Wars characters. Uh, and Savage Press is one of the few. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he is a really special character in that regard because he's one of the defining like pieces. You know, you tell me you I see Savage Press. I'm thinking of the Clone Wars. I hear about the Clone Wars. I'm thinking about Savage Press. Like it's a. Uh, there's an inherent tie there, and I think Duchess Satine kind of falls mm-hmm. under that category too. Just these these Clone Wars characters, you know, and mm-hmm. I like those. I like that category. Oh yeah, Savage, like that. Savage, good good shit. I'm a I'm a stick with you in the prequel era, um, with a little bit of a Luminara and Dooley, mm-hmm. Jedi Jedi mm-hmm. Master Luminara. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really really loved Luminara. You know, she was a uh, Barriss Offie's master. Um, any, any interaction whenever Anakin and Ahsoka were teaming up with Luminara and Barris, I really, really enjoyed it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, one, but one of the primary reasons I've got Luminara so high here, uh, in comparison to some other prequel Jedi, like, I think this is my highest prequel Jedi besides main characters, mm. um, is because of her 2D micro series performance in, uh, in the 2D Clone Wars by Gendry Tartakovsky. Um, she has a really awesome, uh, awesome scenario in a kyber crystal cave with, uh, with Barris or with who was supposed to be her Jedi apprentice at the time. I think it is, I think it might still be Barris, but I can't remember if they changed her name after the fact or something, mm. but, uh, nah, she's just super fucking cool. I always loved the character design and she was always one of those masters who I felt like got it, you mm. know, kind of knew what the Jedi were about and wasn't always, always inspired a degree of independence which uh which i think is cool hmm. her character design is just cool too uh mm, like yes. she's, she looks really cool her voice you know she's always very calm and collected mm. uh like all masters you know she, she's she's a master like she, she's a, a master of the force yeah. she is um i'm glad i'm glad you have her on here uh she was she didn't make mine uh i, I figured not she's she's kind of the and there's also like there's this novelty about her that like i don't i don't see a lot of people talk about luminara a lot of times so like Mm. i kind of i kind of gravitated towards her because i was like hey you know what she deserves some respect Mm -hmm. i fucks with luminara and also like her utility in rebels where they reeled kanan and ezra in with a her being dead and everything like that was like devastating in her back yeah they're gonna save her and this is also where my money's at (laughs) as far as uh who saved grogu right Mm. now luminara and dooley that's sick. Is that you think that's the Barris? You think that's where the Barris thing is like stemming from? Is saying that yes. like through like this like yeah on the immediate level everyone's gonna think that Barris had something to do with it, but like no, who's Barris connecting? Like you got it like well because like I'm going to Bar- is Barris even at the temple anymore? Is she there? You know she's got she she got arrested yeah. earlier, so like who who might in this moment of terror? flock to her former Jedi apprentice's place to kind of hide or like was there for whatever reason or maybe like was me- remembering her Padawan. 
maybe she took over Barris's, uh, like everyone who followed Barris, like maybe just like took, took over and like, was like, all right, like you guys were kind of out there. Let's, let's ring it back in. You know, mm. let me, let me teach you the ways again. Let, let's, let's calm down. Let's not go all evil mode. I don't know what, what happened to maybe. those other Jedi that were with, um, because there were followers of Barris, right? Like there were people within the Jedi Order that kind of followed her, or she was she completely on her own? I, if I remember correctly, they didn't like. There might have been mention of a couple who agreed with her, but I don't know that they followed mm. her. Okay, never mind. Okay, interesting. Uh, that were just kind of like, you know what? She's right. You know, like that were kind of like she's got the right idea. But mm. now, yeah, Luminara is my. That's where my money's at for who saved Grogu. Um, I think. Uh, the fact that she survived order 66 and was later captured by the empire is a huge part of that. Um, I thought I forgot someone and I'd had to make sure they were on here real quick. And they are, uh, I was like, I almost had like a, a who moment. It's just cause my next one um, is the first that I'll mention someone from a video game. mm. Um, But it's a droid and it's BD one. BB one. You'll be coming up in a little bit for me. And I don't know. Is um in Book of Boba, there is a scene where this BD droid limps like with his leg. Like his leg is hurt for a little bit and he starts limping. And BD1 does this same exact thing. Like I, I it was just on TikTok where I saw it, like the side by side. And like yeah. if this somehow is BD1, you know? Like, like it'd be pretty cool. I don't know, but uh, regardless, if this is live action BD one, like BD one in the game, just by himself, like makes this list. So, oh my god, he's the cutest fucking droid in all of Star Wars. No, like I was hoping so badly that whenever Mando left Tatooine, that he'd have Grogu in the back there and BD the BD unit on his shoulder, and like they were gonna ride together. Mm. That was gonna be the crew, and I was like, fuck. I wanted him to have a BD droid, man. And I hope whenever he does inevitably at some point warm up to the idea of kind of having a droid companion, uh, I hope it's a BD unit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, but yeah, uh, he'll be coming up. BD one will be coming up for me in a couple spots. Yeah. But, I thought he was just a nice one to slip in there. Just a, a 61. But yeah, BD one. First video game mentioned. First video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but my 61, I'm going to stick with you in the droid realm. Uh, and I'm going to go with uh, Chopper. Got Chopper here at 61. You know, he's a... Uh, that droid's a G. And I've already I've already explained in the last episode why droids tend to fall on my list a little bit. No matter how much I enjoy them. They kind of, uh, they kind of fall down the list as, you know... There's only so much development you can get from a droid as compared to uh, a lot of other characters. But, uh... I fucked with Chopper and, you know, Hera and Chopper coming up together and, you know, we see that in the Bad Batch and their their connection. Ultimately, at the end of Rebels, it's Chopper and Hera again. They were all fighting at the Battle of Endor. I love that. I love that for, for Chopper and the gang. But uh, mm. Chopper is pretty. I love me some Chopper. Yeah. Um, I can get behind droids. Um, like there's there's a. Uh, just because they're not human and like there's not enough there, I, I like uh there's some droids that just hit different with me. Just hit hit a different hit, hit a different um, bone for you. And there's only there's only two that like really hit different that are high high up pretty much. Yeah. Um, 
both Astro mechs. Um, choppers, choppers, one of them. So I'll save, uh, I'll save, uh, some chopper talk, but mm, yeah, some chop talk. Um, love me some chopper. Uh, 60. Um, this, uh, it's grief carga. Uh, mm. love me some grief carga. He's, uh, yeah, he'll be like, he'll be next episode for me. Oh, I, I imagined, yeah, he was, he was higher up on, on yours, but, um, like, I don't know, just Apollo Creed, you know, like, uh, yeah, Carl in, Weathers in Star Wars, like, uh, for one, that's just cool. And he, like, just is perfect for this role. Like, oh, he's outstanding. I don't know. I just, like, his voice just fits the guild leader. For, like, I don't know. It, like, everything about him, just, like, it fits this role. Um, That's what I'll say about the Mandalorian specifically in terms of their casting is they figured out exactly who fits where in the universe like perfectly mm. um, with Peli and with Grief Karga and uh, with uh, the client and shit like that. True. Like th- those people all were exactly where I would expect them mm. to be. You know what I'm saying? Like that makes perfect sense. Mm. And uh I love Grief Karga, dude. I love Grief Karga. And he was gonna betray Mando, but then nah, killed those two, <laughs> killed his two boys. You know that was quick. That was sick. You know, letting Yo, us know that he's still about. Grief Karga's about it too. He's still, like, he's still, you know, I don't think you become, you know, a, a top guild member without being, you know, about yeah, it. You got to yeah. be about it. So, um, yeah, love me some Grief Karga. Felt, felt like he oh, it was yeah. it, he, you know. Um, for me, at least, was around you know around here, um, but he he could go he could go higher. Um, uh, yeah, not not too much higher mm-hmm. on mine, but he but, will be next episode. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. barely. Um, but yeah, with my sixty, I went uh, I went I went prequel trilogy again with uh, Sabe, mm-hmm. the uh, the stand-in handmaiden for Padme, mm-hmm. who was who was the queen. We saw most of the movie in the Phantom Menace, played by Kira Knightley. Um, you get a lot more expansion on her in the books I'm reading right now, and therefore Sabe has become very, very, I like her a lot. Uh, and I especially like her in the Vader comic run, where she is the leader and founding member of the Amidalans, the those chasing whoever did end to Padme. She's the founding and leader, mm-hmm. leading member of that party. Um, she's dedicated, man, to Padme. That's her life. She is going That's to... That's awesome. So when when Padme died, it was like a personal. What have I done? Like I failed. It's cool um, that like these characters like just strengthen Padme even more. Like mm. their will, like just seeing their will. Like I don't even know like all the deep. You know, I, I don't. I haven't read the novels, but like just hearing that like they're so dedicated to Padme that they will do anything to find like who killed her and like like. After, like that's just so cool like for padme like that just even like oh, yeah. strengthens padme for me um oh yeah padme's seen a huge boost for me in the last couple years mm-hmm. as far as where she'll fall on this list but the older i've gotten the more i've appreciated padme and the more i appreciate padme the more i appreciate the phantom menace and the more i appreciate the phantom menace the more i appreciate every character <laughs> in that fucking movie um but yeah sabe at my 60 she's she's dope moving on i got uh, 59, I have Bo-Katan here uh, in the Mandalorian mm. realm. Um, and with her, like, live-action, you know, uh, appearances, too. Pretty cool, you know, seeing her in live-action. 
Um, yeah. but, but, you know, everything that we've gotten from her before, you know, more, um, dark saber stuff. So automatically cool. Um, Mandalorian automatically cool. Um, yeah, she's, she's popping up in a couple spots for me. She'll be, mm-hmm. she'll be soon in this episode, but, uh, Bo-Katan, man, she's awesome. She's just one of those defining badasses for the, for the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. uh, image, you know, like, it's like, you know, I think of Din, I think of, uh, I mean, I think of Boba, even though maybe, maybe not. Um, and I think of Bo-Katan, you mm-hmm. know, those are, those are some, those are some go-to straight off rip. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's a good choice for yeah. sure. That was 59. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting, uh, we're getting there. Like we're getting close we are to, getting the, there. to yeah. the main, some, My, some main people. I think, uh, from here on in, I've got some pretty big names, uh, and then some that are like, oh, okay, cool. I, mm. That's pretty high. Um, but, my 59, the next Mandalorian I would say I think of when I think of Mandalorian, Sabine Wren uh, of the Rebels cast. Got her at 59 here. Uh, really, really fuck with Sabine. Um, you know, have her above Zeb and Chopper as far as the Rebels crew goes. Um, I really love Sabine. You know, she's really cool. Uh, I love the artwork she does. She's She's got a real cool personality. Mm. She's super badass. Just epically badass, and uh, whatever whatever live action holds for her, I'm uh, I'm very very excited to see where that goes in Ahsoka. Hope she's reunited with Ezra, and they can they can have their attachments and so on. But uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll say my Sabine talk. Uh, but man, uh, yeah, she she's pretty high up for me. Um, mm. I, I I like me some some Sabine. I I like just Rebels in general. I connected with a lot more. Um, I don't know why. I just like I really liked Rebels. Like, just no, yeah. Rebels is uh, I think it's my favorite show. Like, as far as the animated series go, I like the Clone Wars for what it's doing, but as a continuous narrative, the Rebels Rebels is a better story about a found family. family. It's, it's that found. It has to just be the found family thing. Like, um, it's brilliant. It's more of a just continuous story too you know um it, they do kind of jump around and stuff but like it is way more continuous and um still have like the cool moments that you have in clone wars like you know vader pops up like in rebels like that that's a thing yeah, that uh, happens vader, like ahsoka like, uh, maul obi-wan yeah like, like people um, people have been like i've seen people on twitter like oh man you know what should really happen in the kenobi live action series maul versus kenobi on tatooine well, if you'd like, if you'd like to see that, go ahead and watch Star Wars Rebels. Let's go. And then and some people were like, "Okay, well then just make it, make do the exact same thing, but just do it live action." And like, but but like, why at that point? Like, I mean, sure, I, I'd like to see it, I guess, happen in live action. Yeah, like I'd like to see like a flashback, but even th- even so, this takes place before that. Yeah, like I, I don't know. Yeah, that, it is kind of weird. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm like for Sabine. Uh, if there, if she's coming in, hopefully like with some dark saber training. Um, mm, oh, she's training. That, that's gonna be so freaking cool. So she gets to pass yeah. like like Ezra and Sabine get to pass on what they've both learned from Caden, Kanan to their respective pupils mm. and Dan and Grogu. I think it would just be so fucking cool. Mm. Um. Oh, but yeah, 
That's why Sabine falls at my 59. And it's just a really cool way to honor Kanan. You know, like... Mm-hmm. The new like family, the new Rebels. The... Like, Rebels mm-hmm. 2 is just this crew. Den, Grogu, Sabine, and Ezra. Like... It kind of makes sense. Like, I think they, I think he'd fit right in. But, uh... Mm. I guess, uh... If... <laughs> If uh, if I'm moving along here, uh, this is pew, going going somewhere else um, entirely. Somewhere else, we got Watto. Um, Watto. But uh, this is the character that I was mentioning of uh, a thing in Star Wars that I didn't realize that was there. That's kind of a little, eh, like it's a little. Uh, it's a little, it, it, there's some anti-Semitic uh, yeah. undertones there. As a kid, though, um, when my brain was all innocent and none of that was in my head, um, like, Chet, just Chet the Wano. way he spoke was, like, funny enough. Like, I don't know, just as a, like, as a kid, like, this was just a like, very memorable character. Like, uh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Annie, little Annie. Yeah, like, oh, it's like everything he said. Your Jedi tricks don't work on me. Eh? Like, yeah, like uh, he's just. I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember the Lego Star Wars where you hear him like doing his mumble and then hitting the fucking battery, like uh, the engine, like. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah, just uh, all of the anti-Semitic stuff aside, um, just as a character here, um, it was just someone that like stuck with me through the prequels. You know, it was just someone that, um. Like every time he was on screen, I'm like that. Like I know that guy, and he's like a weird looking dude. He's super ugly, and his wings are in no way big enough and flapping fast enough to keep him flying at all. But like I don't, I, like I don't know. I was just, uh, I don't give a fuck. It's just such a cla- like a a character for that some reason stuck with me through the prequels whenever I watched him, and like I think it's just his voice pretty much and just like the lines that he says i don't know i think that's like really that that's it but um he's just like that he's not iconic but he's like iconic to me um no yeah the prequel babies this is a pretty this is a pretty memorable character uh to be sure like i watto is as star wars to me as as any as any other star wars character you know uh and as far as alien designs go yeah that's certainly a certainly a memorable one uh (laughs) Uh, but, yeah. I don't know if he deserves fifty eight though. Um, that that like <laughs> I, I've like be a little high, him. but like I I mean I don't know. It's just like me and my brother would just have so many back and forth Watto thing. Like we would just talk in his voice all the time. Like it's just a thing that's just like. Um, hey, perfect, you know if that's so. if that's something that you love yeah. about Star Wars that you, you associate and resonates with you on a level, just because it's something that's. I mean, from your childhood, that's reasonable. I mean, you know I guess he popped in my mind before, like that—that's how this list happened. Like from here on, like it's just like pretty much how they popped in my mind, and like there's some very small adjustments made for like ones that were like, okay, no, like okay, no, that that one goes back up. But but this is pretty much like how they came to my mind, and that's yeah. like at this point, and that's like pretty much in that order of how they came to my mind, like kind of made sense. And I'm like, you know what? That kind of, it makes sense that it's falling in this order because like, I'm just thinking of my the ones favorite characters. My mind like, yeah. um, so like at this point, it's, it's kind of, that's what I was weighing it against. Like everyone um, that was coming up here and 
it just so happens that Watto comes up a lot in my mind when I think of Star Wars. So, um, no, yeah, yeah, that's you know, it's each their own, you know. And I think there's something to the idea that, like, depending on when you're born, that's kind of when these characters will resonate with you the most. And I think that's a that's indicative, especially of your sequel trilogy rank, rankings. You know, like you weren't a small child. Mm seeing these characters for the first time you were a small child seeing Watto for the first time that's why you love Watto mm-hmm. you know like that's you, you you reflect on Watto lovingly and uh that makes a lot of sense you know the <laughs> nostalgia nostalgia is a powerful drug yes it is very powerful but yeah with that I'll go on to my 58 uh and <laughs> which a uh, little, little bit of a pivot in terms of prominence in the Star Wars saga I've got General Grievous ah he... at 58 okay um yeah, you know, a little a, for for a prequel baby might be a little low, mm-hmm. you know, I'd say. Uh, he's pretty close here for me, so. Yeah, I, I, it was just like where he's at. It's like, you know, I, I fuck with the design. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, how much am I really fucking with General Grievous? You know, like he's like he's, he's, he's really dope looking, but like he's kind of an asshole. And I think that's well known. Uh, freaky as fuck looking crazy that that is something that we could make possible. In 2005, that character looked like that. That's insane. Um, just a a brilliant the original mod. True, um, true. <laughs> modded out his whole mod. body. Yeah, he he's addicted to the mod. Um, he's addicted. He's lost to in the mod sauce. Uh, you yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he, uh, he's addicted to what his mod dick did. Um, <laughs> wow, whoa, that was a bar. Um, but he's, he's coming up, Sean, uh, uh, he'll come up in, in, uh, next episode, but pretty, pretty soon in next episode. So I, fig- the gap I figured is, he was probably a little high. The gap is, is not that big, not that big here, but yeah, that dude needs to, Grievous. needs to stop smoking. He, uh, <laughs> sounds like he's, you know yeah, me. <laughs> uh, he's, he smokes at least <laughs> 40 packs a day, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Just his whole fucking cough thing, like the whole fucking movie. It's fantastic, though. My uh, 57, going to uh, Clone Wars here. Uh, Mother Talzin. Mother Talzin. Um, I thought about Mother Talzin. I'm glad she made your list. She was one of, I think, in my character design draft, I think I picked mm-hmm. her. Um like a thing i mean it's just she looks so cool like that's a, that's a really dope character that's it like yeah and like her powers like the whole storyline that they're involved into like mm. um maul's up in there aventress is up in there um like this so like the storyline's cool um and uh i don't know i just don't really have like much to say about her it's just that she looks so cool um, that whenever I was watching her during the Clone Wars, I was like, "Ooh, just give me more of her, like on screen, like uh, mm. the voice, like everything uh, was just so cool." So, um, yeah, just a a Star Wars character, very yeah, another another one of those Clone Wars characters, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, you think of the Clone Wars, Mother Talzin, you're not getting her anywhere else. That's a that's a really cool character for sure, and uh, the Night Sisters overall, mm-hmm. just a really. Mm-hmm. That the D- Dathomir, just a really interesting place mm. in Star Wars lore, and uh, the more you learn about it, in, like Jedi Fallen Order and stuff, the cooler it becomes. And yeah, Dathomir is just a really cool place in in all of Star Wars. So Mother Talzin, that's a really good choice. My fifty seven is BD one. Mm. Uh, lo- love me some BD one. Uh, 
this is this is my third highest droid behind the the big boys you know the 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 main the main two mm-hmm. um i love this kid he's cute as fuck yeah he is uh, i just love i love uh, i remember playing jedi fallen order for the first time just like holy shit he's my favorite character He's so this cute. guy is so cute. A little MVP. He's so cute. He's the adorable. He makes his little movements. Mm-hmm. How excited he gets for things. He's a zip line. <laughs> he can show you things. He's your map. Um, like, oh my god. He's, oh yeah. Dude's fucking cute. Mm. He can show you where to put a part on your ship. You know? Uh, if you're mm. building, um, building a ship. Wow. What a guy. What a guy. BD1. Best dude. Best dude. Yeah, best dude one. He is the first best dude. Yes. Um, wow. But yeah. Wow. That's... If I had, if I had the, if I had the option, if I had the opportunity, like at my wedding, not in place of a best man, just on my shoulder, I would have BD one as I was getting. Oh married. my god, that'd be so. Riding awesome. on my back. Oh, that'd be so sick. <laughs> That would be awesome. I didn't, I didn't even, wow. Didn't even think of the implication. A wedding. Wow. It's my best dude. My best dude won. The first, wow. That guy. Wow. All right. Moving on from, wow, what a guy. But uh, moving on to another Mandalorian and uh, a clone as well. Um, Jango Fett pops up Jango here for me. Fett. Um yeah. And it's kind of, um, you know, I'll mention it here for Miles, um, the head rolling out of the helmet. You know, um, I think it's official. I think it's officially canon with the shadow. There's a shadow of two separate. You know, there's a helmet and there's a head. There's two two different shadows. So like the head definitely was in there. The head rolled out. Head rolled out. Uh, so yeah, okay, it's canon. Cool. Uh, but you know, now that's that. Now that's out of the way. Uh, the head, you know, that Boba had to go through that. Um, it as Django Fett, they decided to to base an entire clone army off this one man. Um, Fantastic. And I don't know that that had that has to feel pretty good. Like, can you imagine being the only human amongst? however many clones there are like you're the one you're you're like you're you're neo like that like that's like i don't know that's a that's pretty yeah, you gotta feel pretty good about yourself at yeah. that point i mean he, he even was like yo give me a kid <laughs> get just give me give me one like give me one of me bro i just want one make them age I'll, slow give me a little mini me yeah give me one um his uh his blaster noise uh, is clean. That fight with Kenobi and Attack of the Clones is so fire. Mm. And the the slave one, the though that those blaster oh, noises. Oh. The introduction to the seismic charge. True. Damn. Um. Mm. Yeah, Jango Fett. He's uh. He was he was the guy at the time in the universe. You know, who else did they base it off of? They have to pick that guy. I don't know. Maybe maybe there were other candidates that just weren't willing, but like, or maybe they had to go with a human, you know, because Empire and all. But like, maybe Cad Bane would have been like, 
a sick clone army. Can you imagine? Just Cad Bane's everywhere. Horrifying. Um, but yeah, Django. Fett. Maybe there's something about human DNA that is more easily replicable. True. True. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's 56 there. Django Fett. It's that dude. All right, all right, Django Fett. He'll he'll be popping up next episode for me, mm. uh, pretty early on. But uh, all right, with my fifty six, I went Asajj Ventress, mm. uh, another another night sister there. Uh, she was a badass trained by uh, tr- trained by your 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 man's Count Dooku. Man's. Um, yes, I, I I fucked with Asajj Ventress, you know, and uh, her her popping up to kind of not help Ahsoka and her a little. Mm. Uh, excursion when she's running from the law, but to kind of uh, be like, hey, so you see, right? You get it. Mm. You see what's fucking up around here. Um, and I, I think she's she's a really important character that isn't... She's like as important a character can be without overall affecting the narrative. It's it's mm. it's pretty insane, you know, like... Uh, how how connected and tied to most of the story she is without being there. Damn. Um that is kind of by way by way of the prequel trilogy prominently, but uh That's wild. The way she affects Ahsoka is pretty pretty permanent to Ahsoka's character, I'd say. Um She's a, which yeah. is just really cool. She's in episode one of the Clone Wars too. Like uh yeah. she's she shows up right away. Um and yeah. Well, her, and she was also originally a she she was always thought to be Dooku's apprentice. Mm. That wasn't just that Clone Wars, mm. like 2D micro series Clone Wars also had a version of Asajj mm. Ventress that, uh, that's cool. They were like, yeah, that'll be, that'll be Dooku's, that'll be Dooku's apprentice. Like there was always this plan for someone, some badass, uh, assassin lady mm. to be Dooku's apprentice. And like she has Dooku's fighting style, but with two, you know, blades, mm. which is just sick to see. Um, I could, can only imagine. My guy with two blades, you know what what he'd be looking like. Uh, but he'll be mentioned Ooh. much, much later on. Much later, I'm assuming. But, uh, yes. um, but yeah, I guess moving on to my uh, my 55 is uh, Saw Guerrero. Did you hmm. did you already mention Saw or no? No, okay. Saw Guerrero will be popping okay. up for me later. That's on. what I thought. Um, but uh, I don't know that that whole uh, what's the planet Geonosis. Or Jeddah? Is it no, the uh, Clone War? Is it Clone Wars or Rebels? Um, where the oh yeah, Rebels where the where the Geonosians are all zombified and yeah, and they're they're like looking for for something there, and then there's like one Geonosian like that like tries to mm-hmm. tell them like Death Star, and they're like they're like circle within a circle. What could it mean? You know, and he's like. Trying to tell him like Death Star, Death Star, but like I think that they mistake. Like I forgot what they uh, think that it is, or whatever. Is that is that what that storyline was? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, I, and like how Saw was like integrated in there. Um, how he was like that, like that was pretty cool. And like him and um, I don't know. Just every time he pops up, it's always like it's always cool. Like it's this tragic big. origin story where his sister dies and. Uh, Jedi trained them to help like and you know he's kind of a legend for being trained by Captain Rex mm. and uh and Anakin Skywalker amongst like I remember in the Bad Batch whenever Tex like that's Saul Guerrero mm. that's he trained by Anakin Skywalker and Captain Rex to defend his home he's known 
Yeah, that's uh yeah, he's I don't know, he's 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 a cool dude. Um you know, he's above Django Fett, you know. So uh Yeah. No, yeah, he'll be above he'll be above Django Fett on mine yeah. as well. Uh uh Yeah, that's a that's a relative difference, not yeah. not not the biggest we've had, but definitely not not the smallest either. Um Yeah, all right, that was your 55. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, my 55 is Admiral Thrawn. Mm. Uh, a little, little low than most might put him, but uh, just given what we've gotten in Rebels, uh, he's he's a really cool, cool character. And uh, I've read I've read the Heir to the Empire trilogy, and uh, you know I uh, I don't know what it is that uh, I'd always heard all this like Thrawn, 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 like this dude is the shit. And I watched Rebels, and I was like, oh yeah, 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 you know he's he's cool. He's cool. And then I read the books and I was like, okay, well, I heard Rebels was not as cool a version of Thrawn as, as the books. I don't, I don't think that really stands to reason. Uh, I think, uh, I think it's pretty mm. honorable adaptation. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because like if Rebels is not a good adaptation of Thrawn, then damn, <laughs> because I like Thrawn. Um... No, Thrawn's dope. You know, like he's, he's really intelligent. He's really smart, really a badass dude. Um, but yeah, you just, he never hit for me the way that it seems he hits for a lot of people. Mm. Um, hmm. but nevertheless, top 55 and this list is nothing to scoff at. I fuck with all these characters. Yeah, he, to be sure. uh, he won't even be in next episode. Uh, Ooh, yeah. So, I love that. So, uh, I, I like me some Thrawn. So I'll, uh, I guess I'll, I'll say some talk for him. All but right, uh, all right. next up for me, 54 is uh, Chirrut Imwe. Really? Did it line? Did yep, the force? I am one with the force. He, dude. He did it. He's, he did it. He's also my 54. This guy's insane. This guy. That's the second time that's happened. Wow. You know, we had Admiral Admiral Haldo mm-hmm. was both of our uh, 80, 82s, right? Wow. What are the odds? Yeah. Two of them. Chirrut yeah. Mway and Admiral and I don't know what it was. But I was looking at it as as I finished Admiral Thrawn and I was like, his next one's gonna be Chirrut fucking Mway. <laughs> and then you said Chirrut Mway, and I was like, Holy fucking shit. Wow. That's that's insane. Um He's truly one with the force. We are all one with the force. That's I mean, it, it could it have worked out any better. It couldn't have. That's like the ideal character for this to have happened on. I guess it could happen, like at the top, pretty frequently. Maybe like there's a there's maybe. a higher chance of it happening, but like it's but it, crazy. It in the bottom fifty lining up is crazy. That's insane. Yeah, the fact that an eighty eight or eighty two in fifty four lined up is mad. That's mad. That's a wizard. That's um, a wizard. That is wizard. You know what's crazy? Uh, the only other mention wizard, of wizard, yeah, is Anakin's little friend. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so Din is Anakin's friend all along. Well, there's uh, there's theories that uh, that's you know, Kumail Nanjiani's confirmed to be cast in Kenobi, and that he'll be he'll be playing an adult version of that kid who is Anakin's friend in the Phantom Menace. Din's dad. It's Din's dad. <laughs> um, That'd be something. 
kind of wild. But I think wizard, yeah, wizard's just a general Star wizard. Wars term. That's yeah, sick, though. It just means dope. Yeah, wizard. Wizard. Um. Wow, that's crazy that that lined up, though. Wow, that, that, no, that, yeah, that, you don't even have to, like, say anything. That, that, like, no, yeah, you wow. know, he's one yeah. with the Force, and the Force is with us, apparently. Wow, that's just... Um, but yeah, yeah. All right. So both of our fifty fours were Chur- were Churrit and Way. Um, watch Rogue One. Mm-hmm. The part where they put <laughs> the bag over Churrit's head, and he's like, "Are you kidding me? Mm. I'm blind." Um, that shit's hilarious. Mm. Um, that dude's not blind though. He can see. He's, he can see better than that's better than him. most. Um, wow. Huh. King King shit. I guess moving. But on. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll go to my fifty three then. All right. And it's one that you've already thrown out. It's Bo-Katan. Hmm. Uh, super dope. Super dope Mandalorian. Uh, I don't exactly completely agree with her on every occasion. However, uh, still really cool. Katie Sackhoff has brought the character to life in a really cool way. And anytime, you know, someone is translated from animation to live action and the casting can be kept the same, that's really cool. Hmm. Um, that's, that's like really, really cool. I wish it could have happened on more than, more than just this occasion. However, you know, take the, take the dubs where you can get them, and Bo Katan's certainly one of them with Katie Sackhoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, super fucking cool, uh, and you know, a little extreme given that she was a, a Death Watch Mandalorian under a reign by her sister. Some pretty uh, some pretty intense uh, disagreement there. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, Bo Katan. Yeah, so not not too far apart. She was your sister, wasn't she? Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, my 53 is another droid. Um, I have, I think, let's see, two more droids before the the big two. Um, but this one is K. Oh, this one's K2SO. Um, this mm. is where he falls for me. Um, I love me some droids, and man, he was funny. Like he was like actually funny. Um, and the sacrifice play, Mm. he has that, that was amazing. Um, and like badass too, that dude was about it. Um, he, he, he could put some work in clotheslined like the fuck out of, uh, Cassian, right? Didn't he like, is that a thing that happened? I think smacked the fuck out of him. Yeah. Like backhanded him. That had to hurt. Like that had to hurt so bad. But uh, I don't know. I love K two S O. Like he was just... apparently it was improvised. That's that's sick. Apparently K two S O. Like whoever was playing him smacked Cassian, and then you watch Cassian like hold his face, and Jin like like looks away like, oh my fucking god, I'm about to break. Like, oh for real? Like, that's awesome. That's sick. Uh, um, yeah, it's uh, it's super fucking funny. Uh. But then, you know, they had to incorporate it into the dialogue. Like, I'm sorry about hitting you. Mm. And he's like, it's all right, man. Just go. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, huh. I absolutely love yeah, but I, I absolutely yeah, I love that. Uh, I love me some K2SO. Um, the, Rogue, the Rogue One crew, man, it's just hard not to love. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, so. The Rogue, did, uh, have I said, have I said her yet? Okay, okay, good. I was like, um. I was like, if K2SO is your highest, yeah, in the Rogue Rogue, I was like, wait a minute. Okay, good. But no, um, <laughs> he's not. Um, but yeah, my 53, K2SO. All right, cool, cool. I can appreciate that. K2SO is definitely one of the best droids in all of Star Wars. But uh, so that leaves us with two left each, right? 52 and 51? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
All right. All right. Let me let me throw out my 52 then. All right. I've got Wicket the Ewok. Uh, I fucks with the Ewoks, and I just had to give them some representation on my list. Um, I'm glad. She, you, you know, this is this is the little dude who meets Leia in the forest, and she offers him his hat, and she's like, and he's like scared of it. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, he's 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 the Ewok. You know, mm-hmm. the one um, that everyone yeah, thinks we, of when you think of Ewoks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. one, yeah, you know, you see him at the end of Rise of Skywalker with his little Ewok son yeah. looking up in the looking up in the sky and seeing the first orders falling like, hey, good shit, Wicket. You've made it. Um, but yeah, you know, my love of Return of the Jedi kind of propels Wicket the Ewok really high mm. um, in comparison to some other characters who are probably more on the same level as him. Um, mm. This is this is my Watto. You know, mm-hmm. this is the one that yeah. I the one that I was like, doesn't get a lot of. Obviously doesn't have any lines. Uh mm. doesn't have a ton of screen <laughs> screen time. Uh but boy oh boy do I love Wicket the Ewok. That's my guy. Mm. Uh and therefore Wicket comes at my fifty two. Alright. My uh fifty two stick with the, the furry people a little bit. Got black chrysanthemum uh right, right here uh for my fifty two. Um yeah, new new character here. Um, I guess there, there's, is some, some novelization stuff with him uh, and some comic stuff with him, but I, I don't know. I only know a uh, book of Boba Black Crescent and uh, that's, that's mm-hmm. enough for me already. This dude's badass. Um, I, I mm-hmm. wanted to see him, uh, rip apart all of those Trandoshans. I'm just sad. I, you know, it, it kind of is more badass. It's just, it's just implied that he did that, you know? Yeah. Um, don't even need to show you. It's just implied that he did that. Yeah, of course he did that. Um, Duh. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're not done with him. He's uh he's the must like he's gonna be the muscle, you know. That's the enforcer so. here in this era. Mm. Now yeah, I'm with you. My fifty one is black chrysanthemum. Really? Um yes. That's awesome. Yes. My fifty one is black chrysanthemum. So one one separating us here. Mm. Almost. Um, so I'm gonna stick with you. Yeah, Book of Boba, really awesome introduction and live action for that character. First time we're seeing a Wookiee besides Chewbacca in a really long time since uh, Revenge of the Sith, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and what a fucking Wookiee to bring to life! Super fucking cool. Um, just an awesome, awesome character design. I can't get over it. And uh, those. Soon as he popped up in that first time in the book of Boba, his knuckle crushers oh or whatever, the knuckle crunchers or yes. du- knuckle dusters, that's what it oh. was. Uh, legendary. Yeah, but yeah, Black Chrysanthemum tops off my list here for set, for part two of the top 100 Star Wars characters. The top mine off is uh, a prequel character that is a little controversial, I guess, but uh, it's Jar Jar Binks. Binks! Um, Darth Jar Jar, got to throw that one in there real quick. Gotta Next episode for me, buddy. Um, and uh, but yeah, Jar Jar, everything uh, just seems to go his way. Not at first, but then, awfully suspicious. You know that everything goes his way in the end. Um, Curious. Could uh, I don't know. I mean, we we think this guy Palpatine pulls all the strings, but. I think Perhaps. I think he might answer to someone himself, you know, um, and yeah. and who who I think it might be Darth Jar Jar. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I don't know his uh his Clone Wars appearances are kind of like the voice is like kind of all over the place, like in the Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, the the 
it was passed around by a few guys but, uh, uh, voicing him. I there. think it's just even more hilarious um, that they did that. Uh, just kind of oh, makes I it even more Not, And the guy who played Jar, Jar Jar Binks deserved some fucking credit. Mm-hmm. You know, Ahmad Best did dirty by the Star Wars fandom at the time. Obviously, our age appreciates Jar Jar a lot yeah. more than a lot of people did back then. Cool. But yeah, Jar Jar Binks. That dude's the shit. Oh, yeah. Um, even, you know, even if he's not Darth Jar Jar, which he like 99% is, um, <laughs> barely you know, he's just, certain at this point. Yeah. He's just, he's got, a everything will go wrong. Um, anything that can go wrong will go. It's a perfect example of, uh, of Murphy's law. Yes. Um, anything that will happen, can happen, will happen. And, uh. You know, sometimes it, it works out in your way, uh, and, and it just so happens with Jar Jar. And uh, he's just that goofy guy uh, that we, you know, as kids could just – he's funny. He can jump really high. He's got the – you know, in uh, Lego Star Wars, you get a lot of mini kits with him. Yeah. Um, he can jump, you know, get to a lot of good places. Uh, so, mm, um, That fucking sound. <laughs> I think it's it's fitting that Jar Jar just you know that he he that's how this will finish you know that's a good episode. that's a good place to leave this week I'd yeah. say uh, I'd say to be sure but uh, yeah with that we conclude part two of our top one hundred favorite Star Wars characters uh, seventy five through fifty one if uh, if you want to know what they were go back and listen uh, with that I was joined by Joseph George thank you very much homie. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Oh, it was always a pleasure to have you. Uh, we'll see you next week for Top 100 Star Wars Characters, Part 3, where we're doing 50 through 25, or 50 through 26. And mm-hmm. then Part 4 will be 25 through number 1. Um, Very excited. Very excited indeed. Uh, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I'd love it if you'd head to patreon.com slash corobloom, where you'll find a bunch of exclusive content not available anywhere else. And then after that, if you would, head on over to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast, uh, leave, a la- uh, leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That'd be huge for us. And uh, remember, peace, love, and bloom. And it was Darth Jar Jar all along.